Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Sandy Fernandez, who is often referred to as the money angel. He's an author, financial consultant, clairvoyant, and an energetic light worker. And as the president and founder of Karmic Currency, Sandy teaches the energy behind business and finance. Beautiful. This is going to be so much fun. Sandy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. I'm so excited to be here and just share our story, my story. And we've been already talking behind the scenes. So I know we were just like, let's get this show on the road. So <laughs> I know Absolutely. we're going to talk a lot of great stuff today. Well, hey, uh, just expand on this. Can you expand on, you know, where are you today with your business? And who is it that you love to work with? So right now, my ideal client are small business owners, you know, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs. I work with mostly women, but I do have a lot of male clients who I love. You know, I'm on the boy team as well. Um, But I really love working with those small business owners that have been in business at least two years. Um, They've got some stuff going already with them. And I really help them take their business to the next level. A lot of times entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we kind of get stuck in this plateau with our earning and our financials and we want to grow. And it's not until we really start to understand the energy that we have with our business, our beliefs about money, the way that we use money and understanding what those caps are. Because a lot of times our earning potential is capped because of our mental state and because of our beliefs. So I help you connect that specifically using your chakra energy. And then I bring in all my banking finance and, you know, 20 plus years in in the money industry to really then organize your finances and really look in and see what can we tweak? What can we make better in order to help your business get to that next level, whether it be getting a line of credit or accessing more funding or fixing your credit or buying a property or any of hiring employees any of those things, but all of that starts with mindset and energy. Mm. So let's well, understand a bit more. When your clients like first come to you, what do you find like time and time again? If, if you could solve one problem and start at level two, what would it be that you find that you need to make them either aware of or there's there's a challenge or a block that you need to help them work through so they can really you know, excel with your coaching? Mm -hmm. And I think that's a great question. And I would say that the most common block or the common obstacle that I see with most entrepreneurs is the hustle mentality, the mentality of I've got to work hard for money. And when we're working hard for money, small business owners experience a lot of burnout. 
you know, because they're just tired and then they start falling out of love with the business that they were so passionate about in the beginning. So they mm. start to kind of get stuck there. Um, and then the business kind of gets stunted and stops growing. So instead of reconnecting with that passion, they start inventing things, meaning all of a sudden now we're going to start doing, I don't know, yoga retreats. And all of a sudden mm. I'm going to start selling shampoo or I'm going to add this, you know, weight loss tea. And I'm going, what are you doing? That, that doesn't even align with what your business is. And well, but somebody told me that I can make extra money. And it's, again, it's bringing all that hustle and shifting that mentality of money flows easily. Money can come with little to no effort as long as we stay connected to our passion and in a sense of flow. So I would say that's probably one of the biggest challenges that most entrepreneurs have. So what would you, what do you see is like time and time again is a thing that, um, that, cause we, we all know this, we, we all know to work in flow with happiness and with energy, that things are easier. However, as humans, the emotions kick in, the situations control us, all these things happen. What are the, the triggers that you find your clients, especially in the early days, go back, they revert. What are those trigger points? Yeah, there's, there's a question. Yeah, so I mean, I think a lot of it has to do, and I and I hate to sound altruistic to think, oh, just, you know, follow your passion. I mean, but it's true, right? But I think some of those trigger points are when we start to see competition of people doing the same thing. Like, for example, right now there's so many coaches, and especially if you exist in the online space, it almost feels like you're drowning in a sea of coaches. But if you really step outside of that online, there's really not that many. When you go in real life, if you go to a networking, if you go to a chamber event, there's really not a lot of those out there. So seeing that competition, starting to measure who you are against what someone else is doing. There's also a lot of noise in the online space. There's this whole talk about you know, residual income and building multiple streams of revenue. And there's just all this noise. And when you get caught up in a lot of that, you start thinking, well, I want multiple streams of revenue and I need passive income. Passive income means making money and I sleep in my sleep. How do I make that money? Which normally means how can I overcomplicate the hell out of this, right? Which means, like I said before, it means more hustle. It means more work. Because now you're burning the candle at both ends, like they say. So you're thinking, okay, well, I can create another course. I can, you know, lead another yoga retreat. I can take on another class. I can take on an extra client. I can offer this particular service. I can, and then you're just creating more work in your quest to make passive income. Yeah. Or you can create another lead magnet rather than work on the Ascension model that you're currently magnet actually works then let's let's dive down that rabbit hole because in that moment it may seem like logically let's let's do something else if that's working let's do another one or but what what are you actually trying to achieve where's your focus we want to be efficient we want to be effective so what we find especially with the work that we do on forget yourself is it is the fears it is the doubts and it is the overwhelm that stop us so let's say we had that that scenario we've got a lead magnet it's kind of working, but we're not getting the the, the 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 clientele that you want from that. Okay, 
what aren't you doing? What are you avoiding? What is the element that's uncomfortable that makes you, oh, I'll just do another lead magnet or I'll do another whatever it is. Right. What's the next level? How can you look at the leaky buckets in your in your business? Right. And the leaky buckets are data. It is physical. It's logical. But if you can tie in, I think this is where you're going to come in. If you can tie in the energetics, if you can tie in the emotions with that link, then you just won the game. If you find out what that is, that is controllable, that is changeable, and then your actions, your the way you approach things, mm-hmm. that can change literally in a heartbeat. Yeah, 100%. And I think a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in our own identity that we're afraid to kind of reinvent the wheel or to pivot or to maybe even stay true to what what we do and things start to get a little convoluted, you know? So now in that quest to make money, in that quest to grow that bucket, to get those leads, you start stepping out of your zone of genius or maybe it wasn't your zone in the first place and you're like, well, but that's my identity. For example, when I started my business, the, the premise of my business when I started, I was catering to yoga teachers. I was teaching the business of yoga because when I studied and became a yoga teacher, the, the yoga, the business portion was literally one page and it was like, make sure you charge this, make sure you charge that. And that was it. And I'm coming from banking corporate and I'm going, I have a question. No, this doesn't make sense. So I knew that there was a need. But as my business started to evolve, I started to realize that my knowledge was far beyond what a lot of these teachers needed. And Mm -hmm. I was kind of killing them with information because I was so used to dealing with a certain type of clientele and they weren't there yet, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of say, I love you guys. You know, I'm I'm always gonna have a special heart in there. But unless you're at this level and at this point, it's not that I can't help you because I'm always gonna answer your questions and of course I'm gonna give you my advice. This is you know this was my tribe, mm. but I'm just you know I'm just not gonna be able to help you. It's like taking geometry when you're just learning how to do one and one plus two. So I had to kind of come to terms with that I was not where I thought I needed to be. So a lot of business owners kind of find themselves in that same place and they're afraid to up-level their business or afraid to take their business because as you evolve, so does your clients, so does your audiences. And sometimes they might outgrow you and that's okay too. I have clients that want to talk to me about investments and where to invest in the stock market. I'm like, I can't help you with that. I I don't do that. I don't do that. So, but so, your, your point there, there's, there's a playing, holding both sides of it. When, when to stay the line, when to pivot and to authentically listen to yourself and trust yourself because, oh my gosh, we can lie to ourselves, but you kind of know it as well. So yeah. when to stay true, when to stay consistent, when to yeah. keep on going. I mean, we've heard so many people say, you know, one offer, one source of traffic until you hit a million then you change and you pivot. You do this podcasting. Me and Katie didn't just pick it up and be like, ah, oh, we're done with it. It's like, we stayed the course. This is a beautiful platform. We enjoy connecting yeah. with so many people. The reach is amazing to, to mm-hmm. share our message and other people's messages. So to stay 
committed in your business, in your strategies, in yeah. what you do. Have that confidence. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes it's, it's those fears, it's those doubts, those sneaky, sneaky things come into play. So, yeah. and we- that's why it's so important to understand too the energy of like what's going on with you. And maybe that's kind of where you were going with that question. But what's going on with you? Why do you feel that you're not showing up? Why do you feel that you can't get to that point or that you have to shift and kind of follow the crowd? Because it's easy to follow the crowd. It's harder to stand out and stand on your own and say, Mm. this is what I'm doing. And like you said, stay the course. But what's the reason why? We hear people who are doing all the social media in the world, pumping out their offer, pumping out posts. It's like, Mark, I'm doing all this stuff. It's just not working. Okay, cool. Let's look at this. It may be the wrong thing you may not be doing it in the right way what what are you avoiding oh you're avoiding making the offer you're avoiding talking about the benefits because you don't actually know there's a lack of confidence in your offer once we find and i believe we are truly one shift away at each point once we find that it's like light bulbs fireworks celebrations it's like the the world will never be the same again so that concept let's make this real forget talking about other people let's let's make this real for us with your transition as you've grown into this businesswoman what has what has been maybe the challenge that you've been as you've been sort of working through it through this iteration you were able to overcome and what was that like you know there's there's a lot of challenges there's a lot of challenges i think when i first started one of the biggest challenges was thinking that it was going to be easy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's, I mean, it's very basic. I thought this was just going to be, oh, I got this. I mean, I was running a $90 million portfolio. I was giving business advice all the time. I was top 10% of my company. So I was like, oh, I got this. I can do it. And then I get in there and I'm going, um, where do I order business cards? And who do I contact for my website? And how do I get my domain name? Because these things are very elementary. By the time that the business owner came to me at the bank, they had all of that. So like I said, I was already at a very advanced level without even doing any of the pre-work, so to speak. So when I get to the ground level, I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. What do you mean? So that, where are those hats? coming in with here's how i fulfill here's how i can help people but damn it i need to i need to understand and without the guilt or the frustration i gotta start at level one with these aspects i'm i'm back to being a novice okay what what was that like to hold that space for i need now i need to do do the accounts the marketing the sales the development the websites the fulfillment Uh, all of it it was it was a little bit of a blow to my ego Cause I was like, I, I don't have money to hire anybody. I got to do all of this stuff for myself. So I was the chef, the cook and the bottle washer. Um, I, I designed my own website. I, you know, went on Fiverr and did my logo, which I love. I got lucky. A lot of people have had nightmare issues. So I was very blessed with that. I think that has a lot also to do with the energy that I was putting out. Um, and really just rolling up my sleeves and, not being afraid of hard work, not being afraid mm. of learning that. Um, because I knew, and I think we talked about that a little bit before we started recording, is that I knew that if I'm going through this, other people are going through this. So it's just going to make me better at telling people how to find the resources and how to resolve these things. 
because like I said, it was kind of a blow to my ego. I was like, I don't know how to do a website and I can't afford to hire anybody. I was mm -hmm. running an institution. I had employees. I just told everybody what to do and shit got done. <laughs> shit got done. And now making this transition, shit got real. It's like, oh. Exactly. Damn. I was looking at myself in the mirror saying, Sandy, you need to finish this website. You need to get these business cards. I was like, okay, boss, or you're going to be fired. Um, but Ooh. I knew that I didn't want to go back to corporate America. So yeah. basically, now that dual personality, I think you just said there's like, yeah, okay, boss, you, you were the yeah. worker, you were the boss. I used to love that talking about boss mark and employee mark. You know, years ago when I had my studio back in the UK, it was yeah. the boss mark had to take over to tell employee mark what to do because the employee mark was like, I don't want to do that. So right. to have that sort of personality that hats the identity that plays such an important role. So I as you Gemini in me. say again. I'm a Gemini, so that could be the Gemini in me. Ooh, okay, there we are. So you can, so you can leverage this yes. belief that mm -hmm. okay, here's who I am. Here's my makeup. Therefore, ah, oh, there's a rabbit hole. We can you can use that as a crutch. You can use that as an excuse, or we can use that as an empowering perspective of yourself. I sounds like you've chosen the latter, which is. But sure, that's the right there, thing to do. There were times, like I said, you know, where that ego comes over you, where maybe you're working with somebody who's an entrepreneur that's started this. Because again, I came from corporate, doesn't make me any less valuable. But someone who's already been running their business, and they're like, "Well, I'll have my my assistant take care of you," or I'll see like the emails come in or things, and I'm mm. like, "Man, I don't have that." And then you start feeling that imposter syndrome come in going, well, why am, why am I not there yet? But Ooh, you're not going to yeah. scream at a baby who's just crawling. You're not going to tell them, come on, you big dummy. Why aren't you walking? Like everybody's doing it, you know? So you wouldn't do Yeah, we do it to ourselves as business owners. So let's, let's, okay. let's fast forward to, to today because right now you're going through the next transition. Your evolution, our evolutions don't stop. It's not like we reached this point of like, there we are, I've made it. It's as you help your clients, go through that next barrier, that whatever is the holding them back there, whether it's the, the money mindset, whether it's the, the financial limitations, whatever it might be with yourself as, as you enter, enter, as you go towards this new identity, what is it like for you that everything that you've done so far has got you where you are? These are things that pride, ego, the safety that this works, who I have become has got you to that level. And now you're at that level of growth. You're at that level of more things change personally and professionally. How are you changing and evolving in this moment? And I, I love that. And that's obviously, you know, how you and I met and we started this conversation. And I think where I'm evolving now is into a place of more vulnerability um, within my business, um, with my audience, more authentic really being even more selective now with the people that I want to work with. Now mm -hmm. I don't have to work with you. You know, I want to work with you and you want to work with me. So I think I'm in this place now where I've allowed more ease and more, more softness to flow through me and through my business yeah. Because I did all the forcing 
And because of everything that's kind of going on behind the scenes, I know now that I can no longer control everything and I can't force everything. And it's starting to show up in my business. It's starting to show up in the way that I'm showing up for my audience and the way that I'm showing up for my clients and feeling so much more safe in that vulnerability where most Mm. people feel unsafe and it's feeling more safe, like sharing the struggles that I went through, you know, when I started my business and how far it took me to get here, you know, when I, because it starts from so much, even before that, when I got divorced, when I lost everything, you know, that my house got taken into foreclosure, my car got repoed, I got fired from the bank, like you name it, it happened. And those are the parts that for a long time, we keep quiet because there's the little shadow spaces, those things that are not our finest hour that are so ugly within us. But when we realize that the healing comes in the sharing, the authenticity, your clients, your audiences, and being genuine with them, it's actually done wonders for my business. Cause I'll, I'll post it. I'll talk about it. And, and like I mentioned to you before, and for those of you listening, I'll get DMS and people are like, Sandy, thank you for saying that. Thank you for sharing that. I'm going through the same thing and keep posting, keep doing it, you know, keep saying it. And then my clients, they want to work with me because they know that my heart is in the right place and it's not just money. I'm not saying that money doesn't matter because it does, but it's not just about that. You know, it's about, are we soul aligned? Are we going to connect? Does your energy vibe with mine? And Mm -hmm. do I want to work with you? And do we want to work together? And a lot of people say that, but I mean it. So, so this, what, what you've been through, there's a lot of letting go there, letting go of that, that, again, you know, this, you coach people through the energetics. However, again, in a different aspect with business, it's so easy to wake up like, hold on, hold on a minute. I was pushing. Okay. Rain it back in and catch ourselves in the moments. So you've gone through a, to let go and surrender and be vulnerable and show up as yourself and yeah. realize, hold on, that is easier. And you're getting the right responses from it. So this is something that I will hold space for. It is maybe one of the hardest things in the world to do. And on the flip side, it's also one of the easiest. There is the, ooh, there's the contradiction. There's the conundrum for you. That's, That's the sweet spot right there. That's the sweet spot. But we really have to kind of get to that place. And again, it, it I don't want to knock social media because I, I love my social media and um, I live out there. Um, but it gets so overwhelming sometimes for us, you know, with that, like, with that toxic positivity and that perfect, you know, Instagram reel and the captions have to be perfect and the hashtags have to be perfect. But the majority is that nobody's perfect. So why are we trying to create this place because even if you found the perfect place mm. when you get there you ruined it you know why because you're not perfect so that why that, that one that one word why why should it to, to not just plow through that it's if you could hold space of okay why are you doing this okay why do i want to be perfect there is a fear there is a doubt there is something that's underlying that and that energy again back to the leaky buckets if you can right. fix that bucket it's like oh crumbs now i can just me just do this and the result and you'll get the natural results of that action like you know with with your letting go it's yep. been fantastic so yep. if that's such a pivotal part on your story what's the next level letting go what is it that you now need to look towards which may be 
huh, it's maybe more scary for you. You know, I, I feel that at this particular moment, because of everything that's going on, I'm just really focusing on the present. The future will always be there. Um, but it's like that saying, if you're, if you're thinking about the past, you're depressed. If you're thinking about the future, it gives you anxiety. But as long as you stay in the present, that's where you're the most content. And just because of everything, you know, that's kind of happening right now. And I know that we were going to segue into that, but now with my mom being sick and not knowing how much time I have left with her, it's even more important for me to just be right here right now and not, I can't think about 30 days from now, Mm. you know, I can't think about 60 days from now. And not that I'm not going to, because I have to have those things in place, right? Like money and income can't stop because I can't call the electric company and say, Hey, I'm going through some personal shit. And I don't know when I'm going to be able to pick this back up, (laughs) you know, but I built those, those, um, parachutes, I guess, you know, or, or safety nets to help me through those things where I now can take the time to be in the present moment. And I really don't know what that future looks like. You know, I could get out of this situation and be like, okay, great. You know, I'm, back where I want to be, you know, and, and hit the ground running again and, and take it to the next level. Like I'm planning on writing my second book and that's had to take mm. kind of a backseat. Um, so it's still there, but I can't give it the 100% attention because my mm. brain is like ADD. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, there's there's two concepts I'd love to drop in there because that was fantastic. Um, yeah. first concept you said like, you can't just phone the electric company and say this, and I'm like, hold on, there is a false belief. I truly believe if we can change, we heard the story, everyone's out to get me. If you can reframe that, everyone's out to help me. Yes, if you hold that as truth, whether it's financially, you need to talk to credit card companies or a bill or whatever it might be, there is they are actually there to help you. Other people asking for help, they're here to guide and support you in whatever way you ask for. So if you hold that belief and hold that, we're back to energy again, hold that energy, that vibrational frequency of allowing, wanting, attracting support, it will show up. So you can make that phone call should you need to. You can reach out should you need to. That's one concept. And I, and I love that you said that because that was something that we had just talked about that I was learning is to ask for help because I've always been so alpha and so in charge and so in control and always just mm. calling the shots that I'm learning now that it's okay to ask for help, that it's okay to, to have that support. And I thank you so much for pointing that out because I hadn't even realized that in even that small little sentence and that's how much this stuff shows up that we don't even realize and even the tiny little comments that we make that those beliefs are buried in there so thank you for saying that to me you are welcome oh my gosh they are sneaky they are sneaky sneaky it's sneaky really sometimes and it just takes a perception shift we can see it but also we can be so wrapped up in our own qualifiers yeah i i need help but i'm so much better than i was well now you just nullified the challenge where else do we do that so that's thank you for sharing it's fantastic to hear it's like yeah yeah there's some awareness there's some realizations there's something you can do with that i want to share 
a very sort of real action point for anyone listening in, in this kind of place. You smoke about uh, presence and holding space in the moment. You can't think about the future. You can't think about the past. Again, if you think about the past, you're worrying. If you think about the future, this. So right now, we can only be in a present moment. We know that. We yeah. can only be right here, right now. Mm-hmm. We do think about the past and the future. Yeah. So, but it's energetic. It is the frequency that's the most important thing. If you can bring a little bit more flavor of this into, we want to be able to leverage the past. It's not that I can't look at it. That's a bit blinkered. Right. There's restriction. So to look at the past with, let's pick up the beautiful moments where it has gone right, where it has been loving, the memories that we do have, business, personal, doesn't really matter. Attract, ask for that energy. So to go through four elements of the past and look at those, the future, rather than worry about what the future might hold for this situation, which now is attracting that vibrational frequency and we will create that, holding the possibility, holding what you do want, holding what is possible and attract that energy. So I'm all about how can we leverage what we have? How can we leverage what is actually happening in the world? 100%. 100%. And the lessons are always in the present moment. And I, everything that we do, even when we're in the present, it's already in the future, right? It's like that awesome Lion King episode where he, you know, he whacks them on the head and he goes, what did you do that for? And he goes, what do you care? It's in the past. So even in the present, we're already in the past. We're already in the future. By the time the words come out of my mouth, it's already delayed. It's already in the past. So mm. we're always manifesting and creating from our future self. We're not manifesting and creating from the past. We're doing it from now. So everything that we say, it's already in the past. That's why when we visualize and we think about the future, even though I said I don't want to think about it, um, it is always there, right? Because we do think about it. But we still have to stay conscious with our thoughts about what are we thinking about the future because that's what's showing up into the now so Mm. and the one thing we always have control the one thing you mentioned with your business the one thing you're letting go of i don't control all the other things absolutely but it doesn't mean you don't have control you have control of your thoughts you can think to the future and create a beautiful moment you can look in the past and look at the positive moments again not pollyanna syndrome not just blindly removing it but leverage with power there's something beautiful in that crumbs. We we got another rabbit hole just talking about this. We haven't got time. Oh my gosh, Sandy! You're gonna have to like, call me out. You're gonna have to invite me for like part two. <laughs> part two. Let's see where it's gone. I love that. Yeah. Look, Sandy, thank you so so much for for being so on the much. podcast for sharing not only what you do and how you help people, but behind the scenes, it's it's fascinating. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you so much, Mark. So much, Mark, and Katie too. I didn't have the opportunity to meet her today, but. Hopefully I'll meet her and keep doing what you're doing because you're doing an amazing, amazing job. And again, congratulations for the consistency and staying and for sharing all these messages because, you know, we need to hear it and we need more people like you who are genuine and and authentic out here sharing a message. So thank you. Thank you very much. Beautiful. And hey, look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? I, they can find me anywhere on social media at Karmic Currency. They can find me at all the handles, Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, wherever it is, I exist. Um, I'm all out there. So they can message me. I have a lot of promos always going on. I have an online course that they can take. 
Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of things, um, that are out there and I only take a handful of private clients each month. Um, like I said, so if you want to work with me on that capacity, we got to talk because we got to like each other. Vibes got to be right. (laughs) The energy has to be right. That's the theme of the episode. A hundred percent. Sunny, thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is. And we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah. So please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. See you next time. Bye.